0: Hello, I'm Howard and welcome to the 9320 Review Podcast, the show that is forging a special relationship this week across the pond. Yes, we've got some special guests, I've been told to call them that, as we look back at the 1-0 win over the allegedly unasked Arsenal to progress to the fifth round of the FA Cup after a cagey and tight match. To discuss it all, goalkeeping, first-elevens, Ake and more, delighted to be joined by Asan and an early start, I assume, for the noisy neighbours, it's Joey and Move. Good afternoon,
1: son First, how are you doing? Good afternoon. I am. I'm doing pretty good. I'm. I'm ready to ready to review. It's odd doing a review on a Sunday afternoon. I know. Even my even my wife was like, "What? You're doing a podcast today?" I was like, "Yeah." the The things I do to uh, to to forge uh, what's the word I'm looking for diplomacy across the pond. Yeah, <laughs> these are the things we do again. Yeah, exactly.
0: Well, it is a day of rest and. Like the match itself, I'm sure it'll be quite a laid-back affair. So, don't you worry. You just take it easy. <laughs> Good morning, Joey and Mulv. How are you
2: doing? Yeah, morning, hello, fellas. Hello, hello hanging hello. in there. You know, Sun's not popping. up yet, but that's fine. What time is it? Uh, seven o seven. But <laughs> oh my god, this is, I usually well, this is not like Mulv knows. Like I'm normally up at four a.m. during the week, so this is kind of a. This is pretty chilled out for me. I get to I get to sleep in a little bit. I'm the opposite. True.
0: Yeah. This is dead, this is not, dead early for me. You're not like Marky Mark, Mark are you? Marky Mark doing
1: three hours of meditation and gym work before you. I, I was going to say, hours. dare I ask why are you awake at 4 a.m. every morning?
2: So I get I get up at 4, I go to the gym at 5. Oh, he is. And then, yeah, like, then, like on a normal day, it's just I come home, protein shake, shower, breakfast, go to work. Whatever.
3: It's, 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 is, is is to like do it with...
1: Mof, is he being serious right now or is this like is he having are we having the piss taken out of us?
3: Uh, no, he, he, well, I mean,
1: yeah. It's
3: <laughs> it's his routine, isn't it? For his mental uh, health. Yeah.
1: So I support yeah. it
3: in that regard. Like Otherwise either... I'm making a wanking gesture underneath True. the True. microphone yeah. at
0: the moment. <laughs> yeah, thank good. Thank you. God, this is not a video chat.
2: <laughs> I have a shirt on today that has sleeves. Okay, that's a big deal for me. <laughs> I don't think you guys what? understand.
0: <laughs> Baby steps. Yeah.
2: Yeah. This is a big. This is a big thing. I have I have pants on. I mean, this is. I, this, come on. I did a lot. My green room wasn't ready, Howard. Oh. By the way. Yeah, we couldn't get the M and M's in. Sorry, <laughs> bastards. <laughs> I specifically said I want purple M and M's. I know that's just
0: a test to see if I'm reading through your notes. So true, oldest trick in the book. There. Anyway, you got your a... scampy fries in your hotbed, so just stop moaning. So anyway, scampy fries at seven a.m. <laughs> <laughs> it is never too early for scampy fries. Oh, uh, maybe you.
3: not.
2: I don't know.
0: <laughs> Second nap. So yeah, you'll <laughs> had a good weekend
3: then. Yeah, brilliant. We spent it yeah. uh, Friday together at the pub watching the match. Mm-hmm. That was brilliant. Good turnout. Um, I guess it's a good
0: time. 8 p.m. Friday kickoff is...
3: Well, yeah, because it's, it's sort of early happy hour yeah. in America. And so the pub was filled up with some randoms, you know, getting off work early, starting their weekend. So it was a really good atmosphere in there. And then, the you know, the football lads popped in and... Uh, I think we eventually scared the rest of them off. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> we, we sang a song to some boomers. That was fun. They, they didn't like <laughs> it. They left.
1: <laughs> they were upset about it.
3: <laughs> no, great start to the weekend. That, that timing and that result, obviously. Mm-hmm.
1: Hey, son, yourself? Good one? Yes, very good. I, um, I like to start the weekend by beating our nearest rivals, in a cup game, that that definitely sets the tone. We had a lovely day yesterday, and I intend to have a lovely day today as well, Howard. And that includes this podcast. I should say, I had one of the
0: nicest meals in years last year as well. So, if you, if you ever come to Sale, any of you, Portuguese restaurant called Patisco, absolutely amazing. So,
2: I was really worried he was going to say like grilled cheese and tomato soup, and he's like, "Ooh, mamma mia, what a what a feast." <laughs> Did have that, yes, but it's the
0: best <laughs> tomato soup I've ever had. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's well. a bit poncier than that, to be honest, but very nice indeed. So, uh, before we talk about the football, anyway, I was going to. I've added an extra question that you won't know about. So, I'll start oh. with you, Joey. Move. What's your mm-hmm. relationship with the FA Cup throughout your life? And do you think City have actually underperformed in this tournament since the takeover of two thousand and eight? I know it started off our journey of
3: success, but mm. it's been a bit rocky since then, hasn't it? So. Um, So actually my first memories of football are from the FA Cup and it's the uh, the City Spurs uh, FA Cup. What was it 81? Is that right? S- start as Where you mean a... to go on, yeah. Yeah, with the replay <laughs> right and yeah. all that. Uh, my best mate when I, when I was growing up in England was a Spurs fan. Um, so I think that's why that memory's really stuck. Because I would have known him really well back then as well, Uh, so yeah, yeah, long history with the FA Cup right from the very beginning for me. Um, What was the second part of the question? (laughs) Did you actually (laughs) underperform? I underperformed. Yeah, yeah, possibly. Although I think that, uh, particularly Guardiola, uh, he prefers the Carabao just because of the timing. Mm. Of it, I don't think he enjoys how the FA Cup interferes with the the, the business end of the season. So, I think he deprioritizes it. That's yeah. my feeling.
0: well do you think? That uh, semi-finals stand out for me. Where we've really, yeah, i yeah. thrown it, but re- yeah. You know, well, that's when it's
3: all getting really busy, isn't it? Yeah, because we tend to be in you know three or four competitions by that time, and you start having to. You know, legs get tired. and You have to start to make some difficult decisions. And I think the FA Cup usually is the is the least of the, of the priorities. Mm. Do you agree with me, Joey? Yeah, yeah, I would
2: think so. Um, FA Cup means a lot to me just because in my kind of life as a City fan, uh, I mean, it's the first trophy I saw us win, you know. Mm. So that was cool. Um, and... I think I think both the Cup tournaments kind of mean a lot to me because it's always been a thing of, like, even if we were struggling in the Premier League, it seemed like we've normally given a good account of ourselves at least up to a point in the Cups. And then, yeah, as far as prioritizing, like, I'm with you, Mulve. I think under, like, Mancini and Pellegrini, you know, since the takeover, they seem to put more into the FA Cup, whereas, yeah, mm-hmm. Pep... Loves that sweet, sweet Carabao, and I think the timing does have a lot to do with it because the final of Carabao is what a month from now, um, yeah, yeah. February generally. Or, yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. we're getting close. Whereas FA Cup goes all the way to the end of the season, and yeah, if we're still, even if we're not in the Carabao anymore, if you're still in the FA Cup, the Champions League, and the Premier League, and you know, if it's like this year, you have got a. It seems like it could be a tight run in. It's, it just kind of gets messy, you know?
0: We're heading towards another semifinal. We yeah. blind up, aren't we? Yeah, <laughs> so yeah.
2: You know, other. like, and <laughs> but, I, think, I think Maul's probably on to something there. Like, Pep probably does get a little bit annoyed with that because as a guy that just wants to win everything, it kind of forces him to have to prioritize things. Mm. In a very important part of the season, and he's probably not juiced on that. So, but yeah, I like it, but, you know, I, I can see where other people are, like, cool to let it kind of go by the wayside, especially if, you know... The 81 thing i heard was not very fun so <laughs>
0: <laughs> well as long as we don't draw wigan and they're still in it anyway then bro it should be all right Fucking well. ben
2: watson, watson am i right
0: yeah not Ugh. just then though it's not the only time <laughs> we have lost to them so was it uh was it delf who got sent off against yeah it was in those maroon
3: kit. kits wasn't it Ugh, jesus
0: anyway yeah i think that's what kind of sparked the question as well hey so i was gonna ask ask you I asked this question away as well because, and obviously we're going to discuss the match, but do you think it meant everything to the players in this match as well? Do you think we see something different from players in domestic cup games? Especially when you've got two teams who are going for a league and, well, Champions League for City, Europa League for Arsenal, perhaps with
1: other priorities. I think it's really difficult to overly generalise. Um, I, I think it just tends to depend upon when the cup tie falls, who you're playing against, where you are in the league. Like, it just the, the, there's always there's always caveats. Mm-hmm. I think if you talk specifically about Friday, I th- and we're going to go on to talk about the lineups, but I think that Arteta bottled it. That that's my honest opinion. I think that he looked at. He looked at the fact that I think he will have known Guardiola was going to go really strong. I think he will have known that after what happened or what he said after Spurs and the way that the team has just not been rotated since then. And it really has been a case of, you know, I'm going to pick these 11 players more or less. I think Arteta will have known we were going to do the same again. And I think that he took the point of view that if he picked his best 11, that they'd play it like it was a league game. And then if the result didn't go their way, psychologically that would have an impact. And so he made the decision that it was easier to rotate, weaken the team and then send them out there because then what, whichever way the result falls, you don't have that psychological blow of, oh, our best team lost to City's best team two weeks before a league game. But then I think it backfired a little bit because I think Arsenal probably were the better side um, in the first half. Um, and I do think that when they went a goal down, he felt as though, well, I can throw all the big boys on now and we'll wrestle control of the game back, and they couldn't do that. So, yeah, I mean, it just it depends upon where where you fought, where the tie falls, what are the games you've got around you, where you are in the league. The, all of those things decide how important it is and how the players treat it. Um, when we talk about the game, it'll be interesting to see what the three of you think about the manner in which our lot approached it and how how intense they were in relation to the second half of Spurs and the Wolves game. Mm. Well, did... Try and suggest on the
0: Friday show that Arteta might go <laughs> weak. Uh, so it, I don't know that if you look at Tiny Yasu, it's not a huge downgrade on who Mm-mm. they could put out. I think Rob Rob Holding. I used to work with Rob Holding's dad. By the way, name dropping there. What a flex! Nice flex. Yeah, Manette, yeah. <laughs> Mind that's those. as good as my name dropping gets. You know, I, I used to work with Arsenal's worst players' dad at a job centre. <laughs> <laughs> Beat that, <One> Joey! <laughs> well, I don't know if I can.
2: You know what I mean? Crush me there.
0: Oh, well, only—I think he was a youth player at Bolton at the time. So yeah, didn't, didn't realize he'd make it to Arsenal. But yeah, he was the the weak link in now. But otherwise, you know, you've got party. Vieira is—you know—still supposed to be a huge prospect. You've got Saka and Aaron and Kessie and Trussard, a new signing. As Jack has been one of their best players. So you know, both changed keepers. I guess I'm gonna ask about the team. Uh Move, I'll ask
3: you, do we have a first eleven? <laughs> Sorry, is that is that like claiming you saw a band live before they they hit it big?
2: Yeah, you're like a you're like a Rob holding hipster. <laughs> like,
0: like, oh he was only a youth player at Stockport <laughs> oh when I knew him. <laughs> I'm not saying I helped him make him the player he is today, but I'm not saying I didn't either. So,
2: Howard, if you're going to impress me with a Rob Holding fact, be like, I know the guy that did Rob Holding's hair plugs. Like that would that would oh, fire yes. me up.
0: Yeah, Dave. Yeah, I know him. Yeah. Cool. He's okay, cool. a good man, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Dave Turkish from fella. <laughs> And I'm glad this podcast has already degenerated into this.
2: <laughs> I, we're
3: we're we're serious we, I, folks, as oh thing. no
0: no, I, I don't want to go deep dive on tactics. You're okay, uh,
3: but I anyway, the question again.
0: Anyway, <laughs> until, until my next until our next name drop move. This is the second time you've forgotten the question. Yep. <laughs> I know it's early, but you know, going maybe well. Need, this was maybe a great you need to idea get up at to four a.m. So you're on. sharp by seven a.m. <laughs> just, just a thought. So, no, I, obviously all the talk was like, "I'm not. I don't know if he bottled it or not or not or he prioritised, But obviously, it gave them an out, didn't it? That lineup. so yeah. you've, you've already seen Arsenal fans I have to say, "I'm not asked. It didn't matter. We're gonna. All that's told us is we're gonna absolutely thrash him when we play him at the Emirates." But the city themselves, were they playing the first eleven? Do we
3: have a first eleven? Oh, okay, so first on arsenal if if the definition of bottling bottling it is playing you know the most low risk option then yeah they did arteta did um <clears throat> but i agree with ace on the psychology of it probably uh forced him into that decision getting beat with your best 11 is would would have been very damaging to them uh city's best 11 i think it's a city sort of no sad faces eleven <laughs> at this point. <laughs> yeah. Um and we could argue whether that's our best eleven. Maybe it probably is. Um as important as, you know, mindset and attitude is this season. Um our best eleven is probably our, you know, happiest eleven. And the eleven that learned in the in the Spurs game that, that they have an extra level to go to. Um so yeah, it was it was very important psychologically for City this one. Um in particular. A lot of talk before the game and I think it was natural because of who we were playing and, you know, their position in the league and how well they're they're doing. It was about, you know, sending messages and, you know, both to Arsenal and the rest of the league that, you know, City was still a force. But for me it was more about, you know, the moment that we're in. Um your your managers just aired the dressing rooms, dirty laundry, on the television. Um, you know, it was about finding out who we are still, and sending our message to ourselves rather than anybody else. Um, so, yeah, I think it was our our happy eleven at the moment. It's maybe our best. Yeah.